Welcome to the Bear Hug Club, a pro wrestling podcast of positivity. Welcome back to the Bearhood Club podcast. As always, I am your host, Greg, and I'm joined by my booze, Garrett and Jace. How's it going, boys? It's... Hello. Hello. Don't don't play me like that, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. You're a a pack of bastards, the pair of you. You know. know. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Anyway, so carried on from last week, we did a bit of fantasy booking with JS kindly went through how he would rebook Shayna Baszler's sort of debut on the main roster. Did pretty well, although we had we had a few little notes about it, but it was generally quite fun. Uh, we said we were going to kind of be doing, not really part two, it's just that we, we kind of came up with two different ideas for doing fantasy booking. So this was like the other option and we're kind of trying to decide if we want to do both going forward or pick one over the other for formatting. I mean, generally, I quite like the idea of both because it's a bit different for each one. So essentially, it's going to be what we're calling fantasy booking head-to-head. So the way it's going to work is we've each sort of come up with a fantasy booking scenario, meaning there will be three different scenarios in total. Uh, the person who proposed the scenario then has the, lets the other two take about five minutes to think about how they would book it, and then they'll present it. The person who proposed the scenario is then res- responsible for choosing who they think came up with the best booking, and the person who wins booking for most scenarios is then declared the winner, and we will have a tie break if it's a case there is uh, tie points on that. Uh, I think that's all pretty straightforward, lads. Any questions before we get into it? Let's go. No. Let's go. Uh, so um, if you want, I'll take it with my propose my scenario first if that's cool for you guys cool so the scenario i'm proposing is the fiend versus abaddon in the ultimate spookum match okay so i'm basically leaving it up to you guys to determine what you think an ultimate spookum match should be and how it would play out between the two all right who goes first <laughs> and how long do we have well, you've got like a you've got like a few minutes to try and come up with some stuff, and then but if you think you're ready, just throw it out there, and I'll let you. Oh, I'm ready. Let's. You're let's ready. Go, let's just go. Fucking go, go for it then. Roll. Okay, um, we're gonna start right now. Right, the the Royal Rumble has just happened. Uh, Randy Orton has begun to sort of throw up black bile uh, as he is doing now. Uh, you know. Who else we've seen kind of do that a little bit? We've kind of seen uh, Abaddon do that here and there. Um, you know, it's going to lead into that a little bit later. Anyway, uh, you you have their spooky WrestleMania match. They have their Firefly Funhouse match, um, and he just he just keeps like he's doing all right, but he just keeps getting something like lodged in his throat. Uh, uh, the fiends. Um, the fiend, you know, lap, like lapping this up. Uh, you can tell he, he's he's really fucking uh, he, he's really going for it. Um, Alexa Bliss, of course, ringside, uh, and then finally um, he throws up 
Um, he throws up, like, I say red liquid. Remember that time uh, uh, Finn Balor got doused in uh, red fluid or whatever? Because well, they didn't yeah, want to call it yeah. blood? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have him throw up a bunch of fluid, right? Slightly uh, more red than it is black. Uh, and it just makes a massive pool on the ring, right? Um, Fiend goes to pin because Randy is incapacitated, probably organ failure, right? You know, that's kidneys <laughs> gone, right? There's no <laughs> liver left. Uh, goes to pin. One, two, and then uh, the, the ref is like kind of had to pin uh, near the black liquid, right? From the from the black liquid that he's just thrown up, out comes a spooky hand, right? <laughs> and the spooky hand grabs the ref's leg, who stops counting because the you know pin's been broken, and uh, and and the ref like like turns and is like, "What? Who is that?" And Alexa Bliss is uh, 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 just like. The camera turns to see Alexa Bliss, and she's shocked. And and the fiend is like, "You?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> uh, and then the ref goes to count again: one, two, and then a hand comes out again and grabs his leg. And the ref, uh, pick a referee, pick your favorite. Why? Uh, the um, Charles. Why not? Charles is so terrified he runs out of the out of the arena. And um, the lights, the lights begin to flicker, not go off, right? Because this is this is part of the spookums that's going to happen. The lights begin to flicker, and the and the and the the liquid begins to bubble as a hand comes. Oh fuck! The hand <laughs> comes out, uh, and from the spooky liquid in this like uh, spooky strobe, you can even do that like awful uh, evil sound effect they do, where it's like. Uh, Abaddon just comes from the liquid, right? And it's just stood there. Then you turn the lights off and she's gone. He can get... He could get the pin, I guess. At that point, I don't think either of them care about winning. Uh, Maybe even Orton could do it and it's a distraction from Abaddon. Whatever. Anyway, here's what you do from there. You set it up. Everyone's like, what the fuck was that? Why was she on WWE? There's probably a partnership. That's the biggest story. Everyone's like, oh, Omega against Reigns. But really, we know that the biggest story is Abaddon against The Fiend in the, the ultimate Spookum match. I guess. Uh, you, keep the, you keep the feud going. He's wrestling other people. Abaddon just has some matches on Dark and a couple matches on, um, uh, on the main show. And then eventually, you you just have Alexa Bliss show up backstage at AEW, you know, uh, and she's just kind of asking around, like doing this like uh, cutesy Firefly Funhouse thing, where she's just like, just like, yeah, hey, where's where's Abaddon? Um, maybe you do this on you do this on Wednesday, right? Obviously on, on AEW while NXT is going on as well, and while literally simultaneously, you have both shows like show like images you know like next to each other and abaddon has gone to the performance center where everything's happening uh and is attacking bray wyatt not the fiend and and just just is is like tormenting alexa bliss uh who has gone to AEW to try and to try and find abaddon right you make her the ultimate spookum because no <laughs> one can alter out, out spook the fiend until it happens 
you do this a couple times. She just shows up uh, on wherever Bray Wyatt goes, who's just trying to hide. Maybe the Fiend hasn't been seen in a while. Um, Bray Wyatt can play the scared character. Um, and just because I really like Bo Dallas, uh, have her attack Bo Dallas. Just because I want to give him some screen time and I really like Bo Dallas. All right? I like the Rotundas. They're cool guys, from what I know. Um, I guess you get to SummerSlam. And they've built up a match between Abaddon and uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is like, please stop hurting my uh, spooky daddy. fiend daddy, I guess. <laughs> what else would that relationship be? Please stop hurting my... Uh, That's a t-shirt. Yeah. Stop, stop hurting my spooky, spooky fiend daddy. Um, they have the match. It's just that you just do a, a solid kind of uh spooky match um maybe you do it at the wyatt compound or something why not throw it back to that exactly it's just you do it in the burnt ruins of it right (laughs) oh that's it right thank you they go to the wyatt compound (laughs) and and it's like well it's burnt down right but then you see a light coming from like in the rubble and there is a secret basement. Oh, spooky basement. Right. And then you have a bunch of like evil writing on the wall in that like black liquid. Um, you, I don't know. Randy Orton is hanging from the rafters. I don't know. Something spooky. Uh, and it, it reveals that Avedon was Sister Abigail all along. And Alexa Bliss is not. And then... You lead to the ultimate spooker match, which is a, a sister Abigail on a pole match, where Abaddon, Abaddon, and the Fiend in the ultimate spooker match are are vying for the soul of Sister Abigail, who is trapped inside Alexa Bliss. And and the ultimate spooker match is just like maybe it's not even like announced. Maybe you, it, you just think it's going to be like they each have a match. Uh, and they they open the door to like a dressing room, and they're suddenly outside. Uh, or they open the open like um, a door, and they're suddenly in the Wyatt compound, or they're suddenly in I don't know. Let's give a, a bad an, a spooky house as well, uh, because I guess she's got a spooky house. Everyone needs a, if you're a spooky character, you need a spooky house. Like you got like you're a pretty spooky character, Greg. You got a spooky house. I live in a spooky Peach, house. Pigeons all around. Yeah, exactly. and there and there we go. You 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 go to the ultimate spooker match. The winner gets the soul of Sister Abigail, um, and I guess the fiend wins with an interference from Randy Orton, and then you rehash that story. Bam! Thank you very you me much. Till the end. <laughs> I just really love. I just love it when they have uh, the the maggots projected onto the floor. Because that's so great. It was amazing. Wow. That was the be- that's the best WrestleMania moment ever. Thank you very much, Garrett. Uh, Jace, have you got your own pitch to go ahead against that? I've got the I've got the startings of one. Okay. Well, so, I'll get the timer ready, and then I'll let you know when you can go. Bear with. Right, and off you go. So, to me, the ultimate spooker match isn't a match. The ultimate spooker match is a contest between Abaddon and the Fiend. So, 
Night After Mania, the Baden, Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend, is having a match on Raw. Getting the best of someone like T-Bar. <laughs> <laughs> and Abaddon comes out and spooks Bray Wyatt. Spooks him. He's, he's spooked. And everyone's like, what the hell was that? Why? Is, why? 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 Next week on Raw, Firefly, Firefly, Firefly Funhouse. Bray Wyatt today talks about it. He's like, "Ah, oh, I was, I was spooked." <laughs> Wednesday on Dynamite, Abaddon's in a match mm-hmm. against. I don't know. I know she's pregnant, but Brandy Rhodes just because I can't stand her. She's not pregnant at the time, right? No. Okay, good. good. I've, got nothing, I've got nothing against the unborn child. <laughs> Abaddon against the uh, three-month-old Rhodes baby. Yeah. Against the fetus. <laughs> yeah. And then the fiend comes out. Spooks Abaddon. She's spooked. She was the victim of a spooking. And then it's just going back and forth. And then eventually they both get together on the Firefly Funhouse. And they've both got whiteboards at either side. And they're just keeping a tally of how many times they've managed to spook each other. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a fun little segment. <laughs> and I know, I know that picture is shit. But I don't know enough about Abaddon to, to, to give a proper pitch. <laughs> So that's it. Just a fun little contest. So is that is that it? Is that the end of your pitch, pal? Yeah, that's the end of my pitch. I definitely oh, stole a lot of his time, to be fair. You did. Well, we're still working out the format, but I mean <laughs> I mean you, you kind of you kind of tried to live up to what I pitched, but the fact that the, it wasn't a match means I probably just couldn't give you the point on this because Garrett like at least led to something. I don't know enough about AEW wrestlers. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> I know I should. Uh, I don't so, have time yeah. to watch everything. That is true. There is a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I think for that one, man, I'm just going to have to give it to Garrett for... Yeah, understandable. Yeah, understood, understandable. So that's currently 1-0 to Garrett. Um, who would like to pitch something next? I'll go. Okay. How would you book Alistair Black on the main roster, on Raw? Okay. Uh, would you like me to go? Yeah, go ahead, man. Hit me with that five-minute timer. Yeah, Actually, to be way. to be fair, we have we have a live. Where is it? Like, that that way. We have a live bit there, that that I will know when it is five minutes. Wait, and I will start in three, two, one, now. Okay, so he's just moved up to the main roster. You do your basic vignettes and you do your whatnots and whatever. Uh, first things first. Uh, you do away with the fucking thing where it creaks when he comes up because it's the worst. Why would it need to creak? All right, that just means he's got defaulty like d- default equipment, right? He put some WD forty. That's the first thing he does, right? He comes up, it creaks, and he turns around, and he goes, and it's like down, 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 down. 
And it's like, no man is ever truly good. And he just pulls out some WD-40. And he just... <laughs> right? And then he and then he, go, he goes like, can we do it again? Can we, we can do it again. But in, in his Dutch accent. Um, uh, and then he goes up again, and it doesn't creak. Instantly, the crowd pops. Where was I going with this? What am I doing? Just him on the main roster. <laughs> I already feel like that's got him over. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's what he needs to like him is creaky, is creaky equipment. He comes down to the ring. Like, doesn't like sneezing and doesn't like creaky equipment. Uh, he he uh, he's already lost. He's lost so much muscle. He's not uh, uh, sweaty, and he loses three inches in height. He's just the just doesn't want to be anything that Vince wants. Um, any what, what what was I saying? He goes down to the ring. Great wrestling. Um, you just have him be a workhorse because that's what he is you know uh back when he was tommy and you know his matches in in nxt just absolutely stand out yeah now i don't think he needs to have this spooky type character to like get over i don't think he needs to be a bray wyatt because he can he doesn't need it he's got that like muay thai kickboxing style like with these kind of cool flourishes. If anything, he's more he's almost more like a badass taker than he is a taker, you know? Mm. Um so I would have him I would bring back King of the Ring. I would have him have a, a series of matches in King of the Ring and then have him feud with everyone's favorite heel, a King Corbin. Um you finally get to the final of the King of the Ring. He is defending his crown against uh, uh, against the Black. Uh, you have him kick out of all of Baron Corbin's moves. Um, he finally hits a, a deep six again, just for Alistair Black to uh, to just roll out. Um, catches him with a uh, a black mass, puts him down one two three, and then he comes out. He takes he takes his crown and he he, he goes at the top of the ramp, does does a little promo. I feel like you have to do a promo if you're king of the ring. Um, maybe his promo is like, actually, you know what? No, okay. He beats Baron Corbin by going heel. I turn him heel against Baron okay. Corbin, which is maybe not the best person to do it to. But uh, are you turning Baron face? No. But I'm turning, I'm turning him heel. You know, he 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 rolls out and he hits the black mass, but still goes for like a leverage pin, like with his feet on the ropes. Something subtle, but he he comes out on Raw uh, with the thing like leaning up, and he's wearing this like gothic evil crown and this like uh, gothic cape. Um, you just have him like hurt people, just destroy them keep hitting the black mass, have a bunch of squashes. Uh, finally leads up to, you know, the next pay-per-view and you build him against like a, a real baby face, a Kofi, you know, or a, or a Chad Gable or uh, maybe, maybe even a Daniel Bryan. Um, no, his match was going to be against Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan gets mysteriously injured. And then someone steps in like a Kofi or something like that. He absolutely destroys them, hits them with a black mass, pin and heads to the back you just have him keep dodging a daniel bryan type um and 
when he comes out on pay-per-view, I would give him like a, a um a Balor type look, you know, where well, I say Prince Devitt type look. I'd give him some kind of face paint. If you look on his Instagram, he's got those like black and white images where he's got like this this like almost Alice Cooper type makeup going on. I'd have him start doing that on pay-per-views. Not not like supernatural, but just more like war paint and and more foreboding when he comes out. Um yeah, and eventually just lead to a match with Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania. Um and flip a coin for who wins. No, 60 minute time limit draw. That was pretty much perfectly spot on. No, I quite like that. Although you've you've as I was sitting, I was going, damn it, damn it, because that was some ideas I had. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I'm probably still going to steal some of them because I've already got some of it. It's going to be a little different. I think we're on the same. You're just going to edit it so that your one is first. Oh yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> hang on. It's it's nearly coming up to the minute. So, and here we go. So, um, kind of same sentiment as Garrett. There, I think realistically, obviously, if, if we're doing this from like now, obviously he's been off TV for a while, so we'll just kind of give him a little bit of a reboot. Um, I'm with you. I don't think he needs to be another Spookum character, but I'd keep, obviously, the sort of heavy metal sort of aspect to his character because that's very personal to him. It's Because he is essentially just a reflection of himself, just dialed up ever so slightly. So you, you can kind of keep that, keep the heavy music. I'd get rid of the whole raising off the ground thing as well. Keep the candles. You don't need that. <laughs> keep the candles. That's that's cool enough vi- vi- um, visual in of itself um but what i'd have him do is when he's when he returns to the main roster I'd, I'd i'd first just have a series of bunch of squash matches maybe just against some like local talent or jobbers if they can and what i do is kind of like i guess like a, a goldberg kind of run like he comes out gets in the ring with them more or less just hits a black mask straight away and gets the one two three and you do that and to keep building up to bigger opponents eventually obviously you gotta make the matches a little bit longer and then what i'd have him do say uh who's the intercontinental champion at the moment biggie biggie Steve. biggie yeah that could work so i'd, I'd lead in until he keeps beating more and more bigger names and it leads to him having an ic match with biggie what i would then do is like it's going to be a quite a well-fought contest but obviously because WWE likes to show off the difference that big men are usually always like stronger than the littler men what I would have it do at the end, I would have the Viking Raiders come out and align themselves with Alistair. And essentially, they help him score the winner of the IC title and they form a new faction called the Death Riders, for example. And at least it somewhat fits because they've both got, they've all, they've all three of them have got that kind of similar look about them. Um, obviously, they have an enormous mythology and all that stuff. And I think it ties back to the sort of metal look as well. They've all got tattoos why not you know put them together they'll look cool <laughs> so then you've got alistair who's the ringleader who you can still have him go on some amazing matches you know he'd just be like I- i'd basically use him to try and elevate the ic title and make the mid card scene more like of a bigger thing than it than it currently is because like i think we'd all agree it's kind of been floundering like the last decade or two like the IC yeah. title hasn't had the prestige it once had. I try and use Alistair, like how they should have used it with Daniel Bryan, just to try and elevate and make it a title worth caring about again. So you could just have epic match after epic match. And if you put the tag belts back on the Viking Raiders, then at least you've got like a dominant stable looking there because they've got all the gold. Um, same with Garrett. I'd also occasionally have him come out in his old look as Tommy N. So I did actually find a picture of it. Hang on. Sorry for your the audio listeners, but... Like that kind of thing, right, Garrett? Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, occasionally have him come out in corpse paint if it's a big serious kind of bout, you know. 
if if you like, I guess I guess kind of, I wouldn't build it like um, Balor's demon per se. It's just like you know he's it's more you know he's very serious about a contest when he has to yeah. put that on. It's like war yeah. paint. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not. It doesn't make him all of a sudden an unstoppable beast. It just means he's gotten really serious. It's like when wrestlers say, "I'm bringing my fucking jeans next week." You know, yeah. that means well, it, shit's it's, going down. It's like uh, Brock taking off his gloves or, or Taker or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm, I'm, I'm traps. Exactly. And then same kind of situation as you. I'd eventually let him build to try and get closer to the main event scene. Again, I like the idea of him and Daniel Bryan, but I I really think what could be a good match is him and Brock Lesnar. Now, again, that has to be dependent when Brock, if Brock was up for it, but I can just picture the scenario. I think Brock is very given to smaller men. Like, he's been very given to people like AJ Styles and Bryan. I'm sure, believably, that they could beat him. You add in the fact that, you know, Brock's got a UFC background, but Alistair Black's got a background in kickboxing and other martial arts and of itself. I think that could be a really well-fought contest, so long as Brock is uh, willing to be, you know, a good boy that night. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that's sort of essentially my pitch for it. You just basically start him off on, like, like uh, squash matches, which you don't really see for a lot of, like, smaller guys. But it's believable, because that Black Mac, black Mask kiss, kiss, kick... <laughs> just, 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 like, just, just... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but the <laughs> yeah, the black mass in itself is just looks like a devastating move. No matter. Who oh, I pulled out my headphones. Hold on. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I think essentially you could build him being in a subtle beast with that move alone because it's so fast, it's so quick, and it's believable. Because who wouldn't go down like a sack of shit after being kicked in the head? Keep building. Give him the War Viking Raiders as a stable. Give him the icy belt. Let him build up that mid card division, and then you can start transitioning him to like bigger stuff, like Lesnar. Time. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them both. I think they're very similar. We've kind of gone similar lines because that's what you yeah. want to kind of do with this. Yeah. I think we both went kind of heel with him, a little bit. I mine would be not necessarily heel, like kind of I guess, sort of in the middle. Take, like, take no be, shit face. Yeah, like you know, he's he's not necessarily good, but he ain't exactly like bad either. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give it to Greg because he brought the Viking Raiders in. I love he, called it, he, called him, he called him War Machine as well. And then he I called know, him War I, Raiders. I'm such a mark. <laughs> um, at least you didn't call them the Viking Experience. I'd, 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 have, I'd have left if I said that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'd have voted you out of the podcast. Yeah. Rightly so, rightly so. Yeah, I think I think with that one, at least you're also giving them because I mean it's it's not like they've been doing terrible on the main roster, but then you look at the shit they did with the street profits where they, they feuded over the tag belts and it wasn't even in matches. You uh, know what I mean? Fought, they fought ninjas. Yeah, exactly. Like you they, it's clearly Vince wants to do stuff with them, but it's like, but they the whole point on the indies, they were just like two massive blokes who are unstoppable force. Like, do that and give them the Alistair. And he's got like some really unstoppable minions by himself. Yeah. There was a bit at the end of the Street Profit. Um, oh, hold on. Viking Raiders uh, feud where, where they had like respect for each other as if it was earned to the level that uh, Usos and, and New Day were. And yeah. It's like that, I, that to me is what they were trying to do, trying to make like. Like these guys respect each other. It's like you would like in a. I remember they went in. They jumped into a skip, and there was like a. 
um, uh, a like Star Wars type monster that came out or something. Yeah. And he was eating a chicken <laughs> leg that he found in the skip or, or something like that. It was anyway. the weirdest fucking shit. Yeah. Anyway, so it's now one apiece between me and Garrett. So that means, Garrett, you need to throw something out for me and Jace. I do indeed. All right. Well, boys. Creative comes to you and they uh, say, uh, Braun Strowman and Daniel Bryan are long lost brothers. Make it happen. Um, Jace, you will go first. I need to just have a quick Google. That is fine. <laughs> I just need to have a quick think, but we'll edit around this. <laughs> Hang on. There we go. Hmm. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I rubbed out what I, I wrote before that, but I, bro I wrote... Uh, the Miz is in a polyamorous relationship with the entire NXT roster. <laughs> Change that one. I thought maybe that might be a little bit too, a little bit too open ended. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Braun and Brian, long lost brothers. Before I start, can I just say, Braun Strowman's a lot older than I thought he was. was he, he's nearly 40, 30. right? 37. Oh, damn. This, like, I, thought this he something... was like, I thought he was early 30s. I think this is something that's been pointed out by a lot of um, like like various people. Like WWE brings in all these new talent and like it's going to be like, oh, these are going to be the future. But a lot of them are like reaching the age where it's like... Usually they'd be starting to unwind because they're like mid thirties going into forties. Well, that new that new guy that they've just brought in, who's supposedly like a Brock Lesnar type, he's twenty three. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they will big him up like he's, you know, super uh, old or whatever. But then you you got Ben Carter who's twenty two. That's true. I mean, like most of the like big British names like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bear are still like early to mid twenties. So well, Tyler was like what nineteen when he joined WWE. When he won the UK title, yeah. When he yeah. won the tournament. But I read the other day that apparently Vince has introduced a new rule where unless it's exceptional circumstances, they're not gonna sign anyone over the age of thirty. Yeah. Nah. That's stupid. Because then what's then what's the point in having things like the performance center or like it's it's, it's probably new it's people? probably solely like unknowns that are over. Thing. Yeah, like ex exceptional circumstance. Like if they had the chance to sign someone like a a Carter, they're going to snap him up straight away. But if I it think, was like, I think a Carter like, is very young as well. I was gonna say he's 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 not quite at thirty, right? No, he's thirty. He's thirty-three. Okada is thirty-three. Sorry. Fucking imagine. <laughs> Jesus, Tanner is like forty-seven. He's at the same age as yeah. Tanahashi, age. 44. Oh, yeah. 44. What about Ibushi? He's pretty young, right? Probably about 30. He might actually be deceptively old. Um, yeah, he's been Ibushi in the business ages, hasn't he? 38. Damn, I thought he was like just over 30. Yeah, yeah. I think Akata looks older than Ibushi. Yeah. 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 I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. Omega's 37. 
ready when you are, boys. Yeah, how yeah. I would book Braun and Brian. I think it's weird that we're using the first name of one and the surname of the other, but I didn't want to say Daniel. You know, I wrote it down. I wrote I wrote Braun and Daniel, and I was like, mm, you'll know Daniel? who it is, but it just sounds weird. <laughs> so I would do it. That. Honestly, I don't know. We'll use this storyline with Shane. We'll okay. say Shane is just Gordon Strowman, doesn't like him, wants any excuse to fire him. So he starts digging into his past. Start digging into his past. And he's like He's trying to cancel Braun. Like, has has he has he ever been arrested? No. Has he has he ever when he was a uh, when he was doing strongman, did he take steroids? No. He just digs up some racist tweets. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's just looking for anything. And then he finds out that somehow, because he's shares a billionaire, he can afford anything. Um, he finds out that Strowman's mother had an affair that resulted in pregnancy. And that's where Strowman actually comes from. And he spends weeks, weeks, just goading him, saying, you're a bastard, you're a bastard, your dad's not your dad, your mum's a whore, all this shit. Strowman's like, have you met your dad? <laughs> and it goes on for that's actually That's actually a really good promo. That's yeah, genuinely, yeah. right? It, it, like, that would be a, a fucking top-notch promo. Yeah. Just, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and this is going on for weeks, and he's like, all right, then if my dad's not my dad, who is my dad? He's like, oh, I've got the name of the person here. You've got a brother. Actually, you've got a half-brother. You know him very well. You've worked with him. You've fought against him and you've tagged with him. Because I'm sure they'll have had a tag match at some point. Yeah. Right, who is it? Who is it? I don't know Daniel Bryan's dad's actual name, so it's John Bryan. <laughs> it's Willie Bryan. A pages get a Willie. And that's how you book it. And it's just like, and then you have it a bit like Team Hell No, where they're just trying to learn to work together for so many weeks. Just, you keep Dr. Shelby out of it though. He can fuck off. And then it's just them two trying to work, learn to work together and trying to become a family. And I'm actually going to use this to get Braun properly over as a heel. Hmm. It takes, I'd say this goes on for about a year of them just getting closer and closer to eventually they actually finally start embracing each other as brothers. Strowman's looking down, but also looking up at Brian because Brian's the older one. And just when it looks like they're going to, they've won the, they've won the tag belts and Brian's going for the world title against Reigns and just when it looks like Brian's about to win Strowman gets in the ring power slam turns heel on Brian and then he used Brian to elevate him and carry him to an amazing match and get Strowman over as a as the monster heel he actually should be 
I like it. The, I dig it. The end. The the, end. the promo really uh really sold me there. I think I think that might edge you. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't top that. <laughs> We've said it all along, JS. You should be a writer for WWE. <laughs> Fired within the day. Which is longer than most people probably make it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Right. So, okay, well, it's nearly, nearly on the half past, so I'll just reckon it in mine. So, well, JS kind of already touched upon some similar beats <laughs> and shot all over one angle part to mine. But here we go. So... <laughs> <laughs> here we go um again like i think maybe not necessarily use the shane feud but yet you have like you have like a sort of moment where braun's just kind of become a bit unruly so you can kind of go back to the point where he's just flipping and destroying big shit and maybe have a shane figure or maybe adam pierce be like right braun i've had enough of you coming in and turning the ring on its side and fucking kicking over an ambulance you need to go to therapy so who does he send him to dr marion shelby right here we go. Perfect. So uh, he's got because here's the thing, Jess. I don't know about you, but those those sketches were fucking funny. I mean, they, they were. were. They were. It's just because it's just because it was Daniel Bryan and Kane. Yeah, but uh, uh, right. So he's there. Or, or, the, or the Dean Ambrose one. <laughs> the Dean yeah. Ambrose in anger management. Yeah, exactly. Toothpaste. <laughs> so like maybe for like the first week or two, which just you know brawn just. Like, what you may do to make it extra funny is, like, Braun's obviously... He's a big guy anyway, but make sure the other people are definitely really short people. Just the fact that he's just this tall guy sat in his chair, and he's and Dr. Shelby's next to him, like, and we've got a new person with her this week. Oh, you hand Braun. him, like, this tiny... To- <laughs> you have some guy with a, the talking stick, like me, right? And then I hand it to Braun, and then just, like, tiny little baby hand off-camera hands in this, like, tiny yeah. little stick. <laughs> So yeah, you have him, you know, just be like, whoa, like oh, I'm such an angry man, bruh. and just like not making much progress. And then, like maybe the third week, Doctor Doctor Shelby's like takes Brought on side and goes, you know, I was looking for your paperwork, and a former client of mine. Turns out you guys share a same parent, and you I don't know, pick pick a mum or dad, whatever. And then the next week comes in, and everyone's like, well, is it going to be Kane? Is it going to be Daniel Bryan? And of course, it's Daniel Bryan. And yeah, and then basically Brian's angle for the next few weeks in these promos is that I had to go through anger management as well, Braun. I'm going to help my newfound brother through this. So you have like them do like maybe trust exercises and things like that. Like I like the idea of doing the the, the trust fall, but Braun, but Brian's the one having to catch Braun. Oh, <laughs> Little things like that, just to like, you know, build it up and then things to sort of help work on Braun's anger management. Doesn't flip things over anymore. He's like, He's like a bad guy. But it turns out this has been Brian's plan all along. It's just to gain Braun's trust. And then what you do is, again, maybe create... Like, at first, it's just them two, and Brian's basically just directing Braun. He's like, you know, making it seem like, oh, you don't need to be this kind of guy. But when someone crosses Brian, he's like, Braun, fucking go go, go flip his car over or something like that. You know, he's, 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 using, he's using Braun like that. And then... What happens is, he, like, Brian gets so mad at power, then eventually you bring back Redbeard. So then it's a bit like the White family, but without Bray, and you went to a program with Bray, so Brian's finally getting a bit of revenge there, because they never really properly resolved that, you know, okay. had that cage match kind of thing. And then now it's the Tills of Turn, so instead of Bray having all the people, it's Brian who's got all the White family, obviously, with what they've got left. So... 
I'd lead down to that route. I'm having kind of trouble ending it, but I think the obvious ending is that Braun would eventually kind of come to the fact that he's been manipulated by his his brother, his like smaller brother. And you can just lead to them having a match at Mania. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Mm. There was one thing that would have got you the win, and that's if you would have Ooh. said if you would have said, and it turns out that Brian faked them being brothers all along. Uh, or something like oh. that. He changed the records. There's that a bit of a true. bit of a heel move of me to put that out, but that would have been yeah. that would have been the, the the cream of the crop. But nah, I'm I, I'm I'm like I'm loving the the Shane like this and uh, Braun's dad, and then and then Braun just like, have you met Mr. McMahon? Uh, I have to give it to Jace, which does mean it is it one is point of piece. I have not fought this far ahead, and how we'd rectify this. <laughs> Do you know what I would have added to yours, Greg? I would have added what? like a montage of like Strowman going back and like writing all the trucks that he's kicked over, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, have a have a bit where he's like Brian's like trying to teach him to control his anger, and he looks like he's going to lose his temper, and then he just cuts to Brian, and Brian's just there like, that and then Strowman like, he's like. <laughs> It's like got, he's like got an ambulance half tipped, and Brian's. So he's just like, yeah, you, you know. Uh... <laughs> no, that's what you do. He just goes, no, no, and he puts it back down. And just goes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know the. Um... Strowman gets confused, so he's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, uh, the the classic like like uh, pre-match things where it's like this guy versus this guy where they go like, right. Yeah. Uh, you have their tag team one be uh, uh, twins, you know. So like it's Ar- uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, and Danny DeVito. So you've got yeah. you've got Daniel Bryan like kind of leaning against him like that. That's what I do. I have them. I have the same montage where he's like, no, 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 yes, yes, yes. Where they're picking out their like ring gear and they go to like stores and and try on outfits and stuff. I'd have them have have their childhood, right? Yeah, have their yeah. have their childhood now. Because like they were neglected by the same dad or something like that. No, it's like it's just be like we're, we're, we're like making up for lost time. So it's like yeah, they go and play like, catch. They go and play like fucking. They go and play golden eye like two yeah. player. Uh, like Bra- Braun is like eye. lying. Braun is like lying on the ground, just like like uh, like kicking his legs back yeah. like this. <laughs> I like just tied into Daniel Bryan's veganism. Like they go out for food. Braun just like there with like a big steak, and then there's Brian, which is like a plate of vegetables. <laughs> yeah yeah oh do, do like do like a bunch of scenes from like stepbrothers or something yeah the make bunk beds yeah and bronze on the top, on the top and just... drops. <laughs> i really uh, want this to happen now <laughs> we could Jeez. we could uh we, I'll, I'll email it to, to WWE. wwe and be like you can use it if you want hashtag I mean, make hashtag should, better club for we should WWE bombard, bombard them with this and then bombard them to get uh, Bo Dallas back. Here's, here's the uh, extended version of the, the story. There's a third brother. Uh, it's Nicholas from, from that WrestleMania, that child Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's it's Braun, Daniel, and Nicholas Bryan. I dig it. Right. Um, how are we going to determine this if all three of us have got a point? Yeah. Uh... Carry it over the next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same as just not doing anything because it's all one point yeah 
Um, um, I'm, 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 thinking, I, I'm thinking in my head. Whoever gets closest gets it. Wait, what? I'm thinking of a number between one and a hundred. Whoever gets closest. You think wins. of a number between one and three, uh, then you can win as well if we don't get it. Well, I can win as well. I could, I could still guess the right number out of a hundred. It's your number. <laughs> when we were putting this together, I just didn't envision a freeway tie for some reason. <laughs> I, I think I've, I think I've brought garbage. <laughs> I wish, I wish this could stay in, but this is just going to make us look so incompetent. <laughs> we, we are. We are. We are incompetent. Okay. Um... This is why this is why they tune in. They know we're just a bunch of idiots. Hang on. Hashtag better club for writers room. Okay. Hold on. I'm okay. sending this to you guys. Oh shit. Send it in the private or Facebook? Facebook. I goofed it, hold on. It is a random WWE wrestler generator. Okay. It will get a randomly generate you a a wrestler from WWE. Okay. okay. <laughs> Can I just have the first one that's come up? <laughs> uh, no, we all have to hit randomize. Oh, I had honky tonk man. <laughs> uh, and then we we. Uh, we ba- we do we quickly do a three way match. We each get like thirty seconds to be like, I do this move, I do this move, I do this move, and then at the end of it, we all be like, Ah, no, nah, I think this person would win. We're just yes and, so I can be like, and then Elizabeth runs in. I don't know. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Oh, randomize. Facebook's kicked us out. Oh. you're screwed. By the way, uh, I don't know. I think you might be screwed. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. How do I sh- hold on? Can I share my screen? Don't come at me with James Ellsworth. <laughs> Worse. Um, I can I share it for you? Probably. Not. I don't think so. Uh, share screen. Dennis Waterman. There you go. Sharing, I'm sharing the screen. I can't see it. It should be there. It says. It's... Oh, hang on. There we go. I stream. I got John Cena. Oh, you bitch! <laughs> right, hang on. I got. Wait for it. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, right. see? Yeah, see, see? All right, so it's it's John Cena against Bray Wyatt against... Unfortunately, I can't share the screen because my computer will not let me log on to Facebook for some reason. So I'm going to do a randomizer for you. Oh, oh my God, oh! you bitch! You bitch! <laughs> How? How? Like, on my first... Uh, when it loaded up, it was like... It was like... Um... Mine was Shawn Michaels. I can't remember who it was, but it was just... Ah, oh, Shawn Michaels would have been good too. All right. 
Maybe maybe this isn't a very balanced one because we're all like <laughs> this is all five like star. Very elite. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The match opens. Uh, they all enter the ring. Bell goes ding ding ding, and um, John Cena is in full like like super Cena mode, right? All fruity, pink. absolutely roided out to fuck. Um, and he 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 stares down CM Punk because of their history, right? He's trying to he's trying to is this Bray Wyatt or is this the Fiend? Well, technically Bray Wyatt is both. All right. Well, is he is he in the ring? I'll let you choose. Is he in the ring as Bray Wyatt or is he in the ring as the Fiend? He's Bray Wyatt for now. All right. Well, he kind of he's wary he's of him Wyatt. because he he did lose to him. Uh, but he's trying to relive the uh, you know the money in the bank punk match and and things like that you know trying to trying to uh reignite that rivalry um so he, he just he, he just tries to, to whack out some classics uh they they lock up they break up um you know all the while he's like wary of bray wyatt behind him um and he goes for the aa very soon on to cm punk but bray wyatt pulls cm punk off uh and and counter to, counter to that bray wyatt instead of just pulling him off, just runs in and does that diving cross body he does. Just wipes them both down. Yeah, I dig that. All right, yeah. fine. <laughs> yes, and um, <laughs> all right. He goes. He goes straight away for the pin, but but Cena super Cena's him out. Just throws him up. Um, and anyone jump in with your wrestler? <laughs> so who's who's left in the ring? Is it John Cena? Obviously, I'm Punk. Oh, they're both. They're both in the ring. I think. Oh, so I want to say, Punk, he's been away for a while. He just goes, fuck this, and just walks off. Just leaves. <laughs> he, just, punk. He, just, he just goes, I don't know why the WWE title's there, but he just grabs it and goes, fuck you, Vince. See you later. All right. Because triple threat, no count out, no count out, no, no disqualifications. Me. As, as he's going up the entrance ramp, though, this is where I can inject the fiend a bit. You know, they do the thing where the lights slowly trickle down, mm. power cut noise. Okay. And then that's when you have the let me in appear, and that scares Punk enough that he runs back to the ring. No, he backs up to the ring just sees just the normal Bray Wyatt who clubs him from behind. And then that's me getting my fiend cameo out of the way. So oh, and, just goes, and then he just goes back to Bray Wyatt? or Well, no, because the fiend doesn't come out. You're just basically having the implication that if Punk's going to run away to the back, the fiend could be waiting for him. He's just scaring yeah. Punk back to the ring, Don't into get the waiting fiended. arms of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. All right. So well, now that they're Bray, both... and, Bray and Punk okay. are just going to brawl outside. You know, he's going to do the crescent into the guardrail, into the other one. All right. Maybe. Well, John, John, outside, uh, rolls John, Punk back in the ring. No, John. Before they roll back in the ring. No. Okay. He rolls Punk back in the ring, and as he's rolling him in, uh, uh, John Cena does a a, a, a Pope con Hilo. Over onto Bray Wyatt, uh, and then and then does that super Cena slide in, um, and then and then sets up in the corner in that Cena way of like that, where he kind of has his arms behind him. <laughs> Set and then he does this with for his super special, uh, whatever that move is that has never been kicked out of. I think I don't remember. Probably has, um, and and sets sets up to hit Punk with that and does. And then goes goes for the one two three. But until 
Bray Wyatt is um, back into the ring, breaks up the pin, um, picks up Cena, tries to go for the sister Abigail, but Cena pushes him off into the ropes. Bray comes back, ducks a clothesline from Cena, hits another crossbody. Then it's been a while. I don't know if he does this much anymore. So he does the whole crab walk thing. Must be quite hard in the sweater vest, but whatever. And uh, just edges towards Punk, who's just been kind of not doing a lot in this match. Punk, sort your life out. What are you doing? He's biding his time. Okay. Well, I, I think I, I think after he's done the crab walk, uh, and then Punk's just like got up, had a bit of a ooh. <laughs> Oh, oh, you spooky bastard. Oh, I'm in a match. Huh. I'm, in the, I'm in the ultimate spooker match. What's going on? I think he, I think he, he does the, oh, don't do that. <laughs> Just peppers him. <laughs> <laughs> peppers him around the chops. <laughs> While in the crowd. <laughs> oh. I think I think Punk during this match should just like not give a shit about Kfab. I was gonna say, is this because it's Punk's return to wrestling? Is it just gonna be him just not giving what he could be? He's just like, yeah, I'm back. Not gonna not gonna really try. No, I, I think I think with this you do like uh, this is just a payday, and then yeah. during the course of the match, he finds his love for it again. Yeah, I could I could buy that. But then he hit he hits he hits the he hits the classics he hits the the running knee in the corner into the bulldog he hits Cena with a pile driver and he doesn't win with the go to sleep because he's gonna win you know CM Punk's gonna win he's not coming back and he's not gonna win don't know don't know. He's a tradition. He is. He's probably, even though he's probably lost his edge for it, he's still a very much a traditionalist. Plus, he's not. It wasn't like he really cared. The only reason he he really hated losing before he left is because he kept losing to people who were part timers who would just fuck off it, fuck off after they beat him, and he'd be like, "Well, who the fuck am I fighting now?" At least with this, it's like with well, Cena's part timer now, but Bray Wyatt. So was Bray Wyatt. When was the last time you saw him? He's more full-time than Cena. This is his only gig. He's just letting Alexa Bliss have all the spookums for now. <laughs> this has gone so off the rails. It was going so well. Uh, John Cena lifts up both uh, uh, Punk and Bray, and he goes for the, for the double AA. Lights go out, come Ooh. back on, and it's Alexa Bliss on his shoulders. Yeah, he looks up at her. She does a, a little spookum, and then he just goes, and then does it anyway. Crowd pops heavy. Uh, and... Yes, and then she she's on the ground. Bray uh, uh, Bray runs at him. Uh, AA is him. They're both on the ground, right? And he goes, right? Do, does the does a thing? Is about to do it. When Punk also runs out and he gets an AA as well. Um, they're all, all three are on the ground. And he's like, he's like. And then just, just and then put in, <laughs> edit another fist, edit a third fist coming up. And then he, with three, with three fists, 
with three fists, he, he does the you can't see me. And then, oh, no. Like, okay, two fists, you can't see me. Like, runs across, one fist down on Alexa Bliss, one fist down on Bray Wyatt, and headbutts CM Punk. Uh, and then, but he'd he mess up his nice new quiff. I feel I, like it, by the point of this I've, match, he's probably balding. Yeah. Fully. I've, not, I've, um, I've realized I've dropped a bit of a huge bollock here because not only is this just CM Punk's return match, this is the first match Cena and Wyatt have had since Cena's character was essentially erased from wrestling following the Firefly Funhouse. Mm. How c- Bear with I'm going to try and tie it into that. But I feel like I feel like at this point we've already gone too far. <laughs> this is in the past. This is an alternate universe. <laughs> history doesn't exist in WWE. This is very true. <laughs> they they write the history book. Yeah, if C- Cena comes back tomorrow, that they, they won't care. Yeah, that's very true. I think the only time they've given a shit about John Cena's history is when it was the year long feud with The Rock. Yeah, because they were constantly mentioning he lost to the Rock. He lost to the Rock, you know. Did you know he lost to the Rock? Did he? No. You're lying. CM Punk turns around and goes, "You know, you lost to the Rock." (laughs) And this enrages Cena, and then uh, he goes for the pin. But then lights go out again, and there's more spooky shenanigans. Lights go out again. And then the lights come back on, and it's the Nexus. Nexus return confirmed. Nexus return <laughs> confirmed. Except this time, Wade Barrett and CM Punk get along. There's none of this. They cold. make out in the middle of the ring, and then decide to go and live on a farm somewhere in Surrey. In Surrey. <laughs> Why Surrey? Then, then AJ Lee comes out, Punk hands her divorce papers. <laughs> and he joins the thruple in Surrey. <laughs> and then Bray Wyatt. serious point and then it just descends into chaos. And then seeing that, you know, CM Punk has now gone off to live with Barrett and Lee on a farm in Surrey. How long do you it's, think? How long do you think this match is going on? It's it's the sister. This is Abigail. literally three minutes. This yeah. is three minutes. Yeah, it's the Jimmy, sister it's Abigail on Cena. Oh, this is the toilet break one, two, match. Three. To be honest with one, two, you, this three. is a piss break match. Yeah, yeah. It's the sister Abigail on Cena. One, two, three. It's an elimination match. Punk is still in this. <laughs> and then twenty years as it goes by, <laughs> and then just just as Punk uh, gets the pin on Cena, and we think Punk is one. Uh, or whoever it is that is left. Um, Shane McMahon comes out and says, I'm actually the fourth man, and he wins, and it is the greatest in the world. And I think you'll all agree, uh, Shane wins. Shane wins. Shane wins. And then he spends the uh, next few weeks with his uh, with his trophy that he won all those years Underground. Ago. But where's it, where's it on his head like a hat? Yes, on Raw Underground. Yes, I'd lo- I'd love to see Shane with that massive truck with like with like the uh, what was it the, the massive the trophy they had the, the world. Saudi... no the, the the massive one like the Andre the Giant sized one. 
wearing that on his head. Which one was that? The one with the swords on it. Yeah. Was it the Grace Royal Rumble one? That was pretty. Oh, that, no, that, oh yeah, that was a belt and a trophy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Might have been that one. Dragon Braun has that belt, like on his wall or something. No, no way. That was gifted. That was gifted to one of the princes, hundred percent. I mean, Braun Strowman is the longest reigning champion currently in WWE. He never lost that Great Royal Rumble belt. That's a horrible thought. Why? 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 Why, why would you do this? To me? <laughs> why? <laughs> okay, who won? <laughs> Shane. Shane wins. Shane, Shane so wins. So we, we still end in a three-way tie. We'll cut. We'll play second. Because how can you compare to the big Shane or Mac? Big Vinny Mac. Here we go. <laughs> I'm dancing, Dad. Anyway, as indecisive <laughs> as that was, that was quite a lot of fun. I quite enjoyed that, though. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was fun. Um, maybe next time we'll, we'll we'll have a determined winner. If not, we'll just keep on going. Just keep going. <laughs> Till one day we will beat Shane, but we won't. But we might. But we won't. You, you can't beat Shane. He's the best in the world. Best in the world. He's got a fucking trophy. Where's it like a hat? Yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. Amongst this massive pile of sneakers. <laughs> anyway everyone thank you for tuning in again this week just to get the quick plugs out the way if you want to find us on facebook and youtube it's the bear hook club podcast bear hook club pod on instagram and bear hook club on twitter uh join us next week where we'll begin doing something a little different where we're going to be doing a bit of a history of progress wrestling as well as kind of looking at their recent controversies and seeing where they're going to go now that they've returned so really looking forward to that one uh but other than that thanks for listening guys and take care see ya Goodbye. Bye.